You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Peter Inch. Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, host of Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show. I'm the uh, general manager of Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company. We hope you'll be able to listen to us every uh, Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30. We'll provide you, our listeners, with some information on how your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing works in your home, give you some tips on how to reduce the energy and water usage for your furnace, air conditioner, water heater, and plumbing fixture. But the most important thing is, this is a live show. We want you to call in. Our lines are open. Ask any question you have relating to heating, air conditioning, and plumbing, whether that's in your home or in your business. Locally, you can call at 519-643-2222 or at 1-866-354-8255. And one of our lucky callers today will win a free Nest thermostat, which has a value of over $250. So don't wait. Give us a call right away, and we can answer all those questions that you have. In the studio with me today, we have Dan Peterson, our plumbing manager, and Steve Gilbert, one of our residential sales consultants for the last 22 years with us. How are you guys doing? Great. I'm I'm doing fine today, Peter. Good. Dan's just back from a holiday, and of course, Dan's a Tigers fan, so we've had to listen to a little bit about the Tigers, but next year, I'll, Blue Jays, we'll be talking Blue Jays, not Tigers. So. We'll see. <laughs> so, Steve, you've been doing sales, uh, selling new furnaces and air conditioners for the last 22 years. One of the big questions I always get from customers is, do I just walk downstairs, look at the size of my old furnace, and... That's the size I need for my new furnace. You could do that, uh, Peter, but that's not uh, that wouldn't be the the optimum or the proper way to to do it. Okay, so how how's the best way or the way that you would recommend should be done for that? Well, it's kind of like it's, it would be like going out to buy a pair of shoes. You know, you you certainly aren't going to buy a pair of shoes that don't fit you. So you need to get the right you need to get the furnace to be right. So the only way to do that is to uh, do something called a load calculation on the house. And and what we do is um, we pretty much we take uh, the square footage into consideration. So we measure all the walls um, and then your doors and your windows, and uh, we measure all those. Um, check out the you know the insulation factors in your house and the walls and the ceilings, and uh, from that we put them in a computer program to tell us exactly you know how many BTUs your house requires in the winter. So a lot of times we'll we'll go into a home that's let's say it's got a hundred thousand BTUs. And after you do that calculation, we'll be putting in a 45,000 or 70,000 BTUs because of the upgrade to the insulation or an upgrade to the windows or just the things that have been done to that house over the years. Exactly. So we have that conversation uh, with our with our customers just to, you know, to find out what improvements they've done to the house. You know, changing windows um, – is a huge improvement. I did it myself in my own home where we took out the uh, glass sliders and put in uh, proper double pane windows. So not only does the, you know, they don't leak, but the efficiency they have on the house and they just prevent heat loss, which is what we're trying to figure out. Now, one thing I always say to customers is, you know, let's say we've gone to a 70,000 BTU furnace. 
this time of year, do I need 70,000 BTUs? No. No. So normally that 70,000 BTUs through your load calculation is at what temperature is it built at? Well, even if, if we determine that your your house needs a 70,000 furnace, uh, that that's very rare that it's ever going to require that much heat. So, you know, um, typically at this type of weather, you still need heat, but you just need a fraction of that. So uh, the furnace, for most parts, uh, in the shoulder months, I call them, which is October, November, December, March, and April, you're oversized anyways. So... Uh, they have other technologies out there in the furnace world to, to kind of help combat that to make, you know, to make a difference in your house. So that's where we hear people talking about a two-stage furnace. So it's going to come on at and heat at 45,000 BTUs, let's say, at this time of year, which will be what you need or, or will handle it very easily. But in that dead of winter when we have that really cold snap, then the 70,000 BTUs is there for your use when you need that. Yeah, and we can even go further than that. We have something called fully modulating furnaces, and they're like driving a car in cruise control. they got a gas pedal in them. So if the house only needs uh, 20,000 BTUs, the furnace is capable of firing that low. So that, that and, and that's the change when we talk about energy savings to customers to reduce their utility bills. That's where we can really get into furnaces that can help them with that. There's still what I call the standard high-efficiency furnace that comes on at 70,000 BTUs and shuts off at at 70,000 BTUs. But like you mentioned there with the modulating, we can step up and get better furnaces that will reduce that energy costs and give you a lot more comfort, which is the main thing that we're looking for in the home. That's right. So regardless whether you just put it a standard furnace or one of the modulating furnaces, you're going to make an improvement in your house and you're going to reduce your energy bills and improve the comfort of the house. Okay, perfect. Now, um, it sounds like this takes a long time when we come into the home to do all of this load calculation and everything. It, yeah, in order for me to do a proper load calculation on a house, um, you know, it takes me anywhere from 60 to 90 minutes to really do a proper assessment. So, yes, it does take time. And, I mean, if that isn't done, like, we, you know, if a customer calls up and says, they, they, I just want a 100,000 BTU furnace. Are we really doing the right thing for the customer if we just go out and give them a price and don't do the load calculation? No, we certainly aren't, and we certainly can't guarantee any comfort, or uh, you, we, you can't even guarantee the, the longevity of the product because uh, a furnace these days that short cycles will shorten its life expectancy as well. Because of the oversizing, it will just blow shut off, blow shut off. That's and, correct. And yeah. then a, a lot of the rebates now that are out there, whether it's the Ontario Power Authority uh, who give rebates on uh, furnaces on the air con- or on the electrical consumption and air conditioners on the electrical consumption? They require this load calculation to be done. Absolutely. So we always uh, we have a copy every every home we visit. We have a copy of their load calculation on file. Okay, perfect. Now Dan, it's getting cold. We, it is getting cold. <laughs> we've got uh, we got to start turning our thoughts to what do we got to do with that outside plumbing and. Uh, how do we get it ready for the really cold weather that's coming? Well, the uh, really cold weather that's coming, uh, which may not be all that far away, uh, hopefully it's further away than what people think, but you should be thinking about your outside taps, and you should be thinking about them now while it's starting to get cool in the fall instead of uh, waiting until we get that first really heavy frost and then we have something split inside. Um you can go around to your outside taps 
at least now make sure that you know where the shutoffs and drains are for them so that you can get prepared for that. And maybe before that first frost, we should go around and turn them off. And we can tell a little story of my my story that happened last year. I had uh, I had turned my outside tap off and I had taken the hose off. So if you do turn that outside tap off, you need to remove the hose. Exactly. I went inside and shut the shut off off on the inside, but I never drained the the water out of that pipe that from outside to the inside shut off, and then found out in the spring when I turned it on that it became a shower. Yes, a shower in the basement, and it's usually above a ceiling or in an area that you don't <laughs> want that shower. But um, when it when the water in there freezes, if you don't open the outside tap and leave it open once you shut off the inside, that water, when it freezes, will expand. When expansion happens and it has no place to go, it will split the pipe or it'll pop a solder joint. And it takes quite a bit of pressure to pop a solder joint or split a copper line. But that's what will happen. And then when you go back to turn it on in the spring, like you had, Peter, you have uh, Niagara Falls in your basement. So make sure that you take your hose off and make sure that you leave that outside tap open. Sometimes there's a little drain plug on the shutoff valve inside your home. You can leave that open. Um, you'd need a little bucket to catch some water, but you won't have that much water coming out. And then they have what they call frost-free outside taps. They ha- should have a shutoff in the inside, but if they don't, make sure that you take the hose off for sure because what will happen is that washer is back inside your home, and if you leave the hose on, it doesn't give it the ability to drain itself out and it will freeze. And and is there how would the easiest how would it be easy for a homeowner to tell whether they've got a frost free or they don't have a frost free? Usually a frost free you'll see a, a plate that fastens right to the wall. And if you see that plate and it's attached to the faucet, like the actual tap, then chances are that that's a frost free hydrant. If okay. you look inside um, you'll see that uh, there's a big end on it on the inside. That's actually where the washer is. So when you turn that off, that water that's between that washer and the outside tap will automatically drain itself out as long as it's got the proper grade on it. Right. So if it was installed properly, as soon as you would shut that off, it would shut off 10 inches inside exactly. the house. Exactly. And then the water would drain out. But if they tilted it the wrong way... That it water. would shut off inside, but the water would stay in that would tap? Would stay in that tap, yes. And a chance of it possibly it freezing. It could possibly freeze. Okay. Well, uh, remember, you can give us a call if you have any questions. Locally, it's uh, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. The, um, we're getting into humidifier season. Can I, have a, can I ask Dan a question? Sure, first? you can ask Dan a question. So, Dan, you'd say copper splits, but what if you've got that plastic piping in your house? Is that any better? Um, it won't. It, the chances of it splitting are very slim, but it will expand, and it will expand up to five times its normal size. And if it doesn't split, that's fine. But it could still pop a joint, but the chances of that is very slim. 
because it will take the water expanding and contracting where copper won't. Once copper is set, it has no place to go. Okay. Now, if it freezes and you want to thaw it, it is harder to thaw because there's no way you can apply heat to it or, or the heat doesn't ex- like expand along the pipe when you're trying to thaw it. Okay, because you know, I see a lot of houses I go into these days have that new plastic piping. So Yes. Well, when we come back, we're going to break for, for some commercials here, but when we come back, I want to talk about why plastic, why copper. Is copper better? Is plastic better? But remember, the lines are open. You can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, here's your host, Peter Inch. So we were talking there, Dan, about the plastic pipe, or it's there's different names. We call it PEX and then uh, copper pipe. I mean, I'm from the old school I like something hard that I can solder and I think I've got it, know that it's good versus plastic pipe. I'm just not as familiar with it. But what's the benefits and disadvantages of both systems? Well, a lot of people from the old school um, think of copper as the only way to go. They're they're still unsure of the plastics. And and the PEXs are the ones that will expand and contract and, and actually go back to their original shape. There were, I think people are a little leery about some of the plastics that were on the market early. Um, they just broke. They snapped without warning. But the new PEX, is, uh, it's a cross-linked design in the molecules, and um, a lot of people maybe don't understand that, but just think of it will take the expansion and contraction. Copper, um, it is solid. Uh, people like the the thought of, that's soldered together, and that is a done deal when that's done. But copper will eventually wear out, so it has its drawbacks also. The pecs you can uh, pull around corners. You don't use quite as many fittings. So it's kind of a uh, whatever you would like to use. Um, We've used the uh, copper for a long time, and we've used pecs for a long time, and I was probably one of the last ones that actually believed in the PEX piping. Okay. Well, we've got Laura on the phone. Um, go ahead, Laura, with your question. Hi. I'm just wondering how often you guys recommend having your furnace um, and ducts cleaned. Um, we are definitely within five years. So if it's been done and done properly, you can go five years and then what we call inspect it. Uh, and what that is, is when the ducts are clean, there's what we call a duct door that you can remove yeah. and take a look. Um, in my case, for example, I have a large white dog. I only get two years out of it, and then I need to do it again just because of the dog hair that uh, that it sheds all the time. Okay. Okay. Sure. Now, do you have a good filter? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. A good filter will lengthen the time that it before you'll need to do it again. Okay, so you just have to have a peek and see if there's see if there's buildup there, I guess. That's right, and I mean it. Oh. It will vary. Sometimes you'll take a peek, and it will just be a very uh, small skim of dust. Other okay. times you'll put your take a look, and it will be 
you'll say, oh, yeah, I need to get that done right away. So. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, Th- thank you. Thank you very much for calling in. So that that's one thing, Steve, that we talk to people about all the time is on their, uh, you know, filters and making sure they have good filters. Yes, we do. So, um, but it's it's more than that. Uh, there are many different types of filters on the marketplace today. So it's not it's it's not just uh, going out and buying a basic filter. So there are filters that certainly that stop more things than others. So a greater variety of dust. So depending on on whether you have allergies or you're just trying to do simple dust or, you know, we have filters that have UV in them nowadays to try and improve air quality in a home. So depending on uh, when we talk to you, uh, what symptoms or what you're suffering from in your house, then we'll we'll uh, talk about different filtration for you. Now, most filters have what they call a rating or a, it's called MERV. Yes. Um, is putting in a higher MERV better or can that hurt the furnace? Well, um a higher MERV rating just means, though, the higher the number, the more it stops. Um, you can you can put in something as high as MERV sixteen, um, but uh, it, it is it is harder on the motor to to pull that air through that filter. But you know, there all those all those filters have been approved, you know, and tested to pull air through them, so they should be okay. Uh, certainly, washable filters that have that or that plastic weave are are harder on motors. They tend to make motors pull more amperage or, or run hotter. So probably if you're thinking of change, I mean, a MERV, a MERV 8 to a MERV 10, pretty well any furnace can handle that rating without any issues. But if you start getting up to into a MERV 16, you probably should have that when you have your maintenance done to verify that it's, it's going to pull enough air and, and help your system versus hurting your system. Right, and certainly your, our technicians can, can check that out to make sure that, you know, the filter is okay and your furnace can pull the air out through it properly. Yeah, and I mean, we're, we're getting into that uh, season where we're going to close the house up. And, you know, again, the duct cleaning is a great thing to get that air clean, get a new filter in there ready for the heating season get the maintenance done on the furnace and, you know, even start looking at your humidifier to make sure that that it's been done properly. Uh, Again, the lines are open. You can call us at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, Steve, me and you and I battle a little bit here on our Nest thermostats, you know, uh, how many leafs we save? There's so, no contest. Yeah, I know. I know. I like I like air conditioning, so I I kind of take a hit in the summer. But explain what the leafs mean. So any any time you see uh, uh if you're if you're if you have a nest and uh, uh, you ever get a small green leaf showing up on your thermostat, it means you've uh, you've you've saved a tree. So you've you've helped the environment and you're reducing the carbon footprint, um, which in essence is helping the environment around the world. So how many leaves or how many trees have you saved? Uh, so far this year, seventy-one. Yeah, I'm I'm ten, so I, <laughs> I I I've got to work a little harder to save some trees. But uh, the winner of the Nest thermostat today, they can uh, they'll they'll see that when it's installed, and it's a beautiful thermostat that you can control from your smartphone, so you can be anywhere in the world, and if you're hooked up at home with your on Wi-Fi, you can control it from your smartphone. You can adjust the temperature. Uh, it can learn your life. Actually, uh, this year, coming back from vacation uh, in the summer, we were, we were driving back from uh, from Quebec, and uh, it was a hot day, so I did just flip on the phone just to make sure that the house was comfortable when I walked in the door. 
Yeah, and it, it it is. I use it with my dog, as I was talking about earlier. I can check on a hot day to make sure that it's cool in the in the house for the dog, and that uh, um, you know it's comfortable. And when I get home, I'm comfortable. So. <laughs> Well, again, we want to thank all of uh, our listeners out there for listening to In to Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show. Uh, it's sponsored by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company. Um, we are here every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30 to answer all your questions on heating, air conditioning, or plumbing. We'll, we will provide you tips on how to reduce energy usage in your home, on the furnace, air conditioner, water heater, and plumbing. And we'll always, uh, one lucky caller will win a prize that we will have here every week. But as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.